This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi you guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy that you are here. I do want to put a little disclaimer on this episode. I can't believe I even am saying this. Um, right before I was about to film, I I ended up really, <laughs> I injured myself. I was walking down these stairs in my house and if you know me, I think I have a balancing problem. I slip and fall constantly. Um, I broke my back a while ago and ever since I've had just like back problems. And today as I was coming into my lovely office to film, I had a laptop in one hand, Diet Coke in another, and I was going down these stairs that don't have carpet. Long story short, I didn't have socks on. I slipped, I fell, smacked my tailbone, and it is now incredibly bruised and painful. I'm sitting on a heating pad. I have a blanket. You guys can't see that, but you don't need to. Um, I just wanted to put that out there just in case I seem a little off just in case I seem a little out of it today, just working through the pain. We love it, but it's a good distraction. Um, and I was actually, I think something good came out of it because I didn't like my makeup the first time I did it. And after I fell, I cried all that makeup off. So I had to redo it anyways. I'm not saying that it looks any better this time around, but you get my drift. You get what I'm saying. Anyways, just wanted to put that out there just in case I seem a little down today, but I'm fine. And I'm actually very excited to talk about today's episode. I feel like it's really important. I had asked you guys on Instagram, on the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram, what episode you were wanting to see, you know, what you guys were going through this week, what you wanted to talk about. And it was a lot of really like two things that really stood out. And that was relationships and breakups and, you know, breaking up with a narcissist or breaking up with someone when there was no label or, you know, how to get through a heartbreak. And I feel like I've talked about heartbreak a lot. I will never not stop talking about it. I will never stop talking about it. But another one that was a reoccurring theme in those answers was, you know, fitness and going to the gym and exercises and workouts and all of these things. And it got me thinking because I will give you the get your ass to the gym pep talk in a little bit, but I think what's more important than that 
and what's more important to add to this conversation is what we're going to be talking about today as you can tell by the title of the episode and that is you know body image and comparison and kind of the struggle that comes along with that I do want to say you know as a quick side note um you guys responded so well to last week's episode, which made me really happy. And I feel like it was probably the most vulnerable, sorry, vulnerable episode that we have done yet. And you guys, you know, responded so well. And you guys really, you know, reading the comments and getting the DMs, like it made my day. And so I wanted to kind of keep on that vulnerability train here as we move into this next topic of body image and comparisons. And I also think it's really important because like, you know, summer is coming up. We're in spring. Summer's right around the corner. And I feel like this is prime time for comparison and prime time for, you know, sometimes feeling self-conscious or feeling, you know, a little bit insecure. I feel like, you know, as the weather gets warmer, clothes get more minimal, you know, you get what I'm saying. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. So I have gone through before, uh, this was years and years ago when my own, like when I was just doing YouTube, I did talk to you guys before about my experience with body image and I've mentioned it a little bit in you know previous episodes of my thoughts exactly and I probably should just put a you know trigger warning on this episode just to begin with because I do know that you know topics like this are very sensitive and if this is something that is not what you want or need to hear right now that is totally fine and I'll catch you in the next one but we are going to be talking about you know body image and what comes along with that but I had talked to you guys before years and years ago about my experience with body image and insecurities and, you know, eating disorders and things like that. And I think it's really important to continue that conversation. Like I had that conversation with you guys years ago and I haven't brought it up since. Um, And I just think it's a really important topic to continue talking about. And I think that in the world of social media today, it is so easy with how prominent social media is. People are updating things and uploading pictures every second and you get to see, you know, everyone's highlight reel of their life. And sometimes it's really hard when you see that because you're seeing the most best and oftentimes edited versions of people out there. And it's really easy to see that and be like, oh, well, why don't I look like that? Or, you know, maybe I need to go to the gym more. Maybe I need to eat better or maybe, and you kind of start spiraling in your mind. And so, you know, that's not something that I really dealt with a lot when I was going through my stuff because that was so long ago. And I feel like, again, social media has become so much more prominent, but it's definitely something that I deal with a lot now. I feel like because social media is so in our faces constantly with like Instagram and Twitter and it's all fun. Like it was all meant to be fun. It was all supposed to be fun. And, you know, even in the ages of like Tumblr and stuff like that, like I used to love Tumblr. I wish Tumblr would make a comeback. Different story for a different day, but you know, I've also found myself like kind of taking a step back from social media in the world of like Instagram and well, yeah, really just Instagram and uploading pictures. And I didn't notice that I was doing it until I did it and continued to do it. Like it became a consistent thing where I just kind of stopped uploading pictures as much as I used to. And I started asking myself why, because I used to love doing that. I used to love like getting ready and taking pictures and posting them. And it was like all really fun. 
And I think it got to a point, which was no one else's fault but my own, it kind of got to a point where it didn't become fun anymore. I found myself every time I was opening up my phone, seeing someone like seeing, you know, a picture of a pretty girl and being like, well, I don't look like that. Or I don't think I'll ever look like that. Or, oh, well, she's really pretty. So I'm not going to post my picture or, you know, she's so pretty and I'm not going to, you know, I'll never look like that. And I start comparing myself. I start pointing out things about myself, about my body that I'm just like, "Eh, not my favorite, not my best. And that's become something that's been really harmful for me over, you know, the past year or so. And it's a consistent battle in my mind. And what I'm doing, well, I'm talking you through right now, like what I deal with. And, you know, then we'll get into the kind of pep talk of it all. But it's been a consistent battle in my mind. You know, when I see pictures and stuff like that, and I'm like, well, I'm never going to be that, you know, and that's the battle that I have in my head. But I've really had to come to terms with a couple things over the years. And, It's a couple things that I never really got told growing up. And a lot of times, I'm 26 now, the fact of the matter is, there's a couple like core rules that I have learned. The fact of the matter is, I am 26 years old now and I have tons of body insecurities, you know, body image issues, things like that. I deal with them constantly every day. And I know a lot of people are the same. I know that so many people deal with so many insecurities. I mean, we're all insecure about something, you know, and we're all going through our own internal battles. And I like, I know that some of my friends, when I look at them, I'm like, you are stunning. Like you are picture perfect. You are like in real life perfect. And when you get to talking to people, you realize that even those people have their insecurities. And sometimes it's really, you know, it's interesting when you look at people who you think have it all and you think, you know, you wouldn't change a thing if you look like them and what you would give to look like them. And you start talking to them and it's like, oh, they're human too. Like they have their own insecurities too. No one in this world is walking around, you know, thinking, they're 100% perfect 100% of the time. It would be great if we all had that mindset. You know, it would be great if we could all just be like, no, like I'm killing it. I'm killing the game. I'm so confident, but this is the real world and this is real life. And it doesn't always work like that. And that's okay. And so for me, when it came to social media and when it came to Instagram and posting pictures and things like that, where I noticed the fun going out of it was it wasn't about like posting a picture anymore. It was about making sure I looked perfect in every picture and I'm not perfect and I'm never going to be perfect. I never strive to be perfect. But along with that, whenever I would take a picture, I would look at it and instead of being like, oh, I look really happy here or, oh, I remember this, like this was so fun or this was a great memory that I had. Instead of any of those things, I would nitpick and I would pick apart every single little detail, little thing in that picture. Oh, my eyes look weird. Oh, this is a horrible angle. I don't like the way my arm looks. Like I hate this outfit. I started just criticizing every single piece and part of me. And that's when things really took a turn. It wasn't fun anymore. And even to this day, I struggle taking pictures because it just makes me anxious and uncomfortable because I, you know, am not at a point in my life where I feel super secure. So when I take pictures, I don't want to see them. I don't like to take them, period. And I always feel like I have to, you know, get and pose in a certain angle and whatever. And that's a hard thing to constantly try and do and try and like stray away from, especially in a business like this, where like my business is social media, you know, I'm a content creator, whatever. Like I have podcasts. I was constantly posting pictures before and now I've gotten to a point where like it's my demise. I hate 
pictures. I don't like taking them. And that's something I'm really trying to get better at myself because the fact of the matter is, like I've mentioned, everyone is insecure. Everyone has their, you know, things about themselves that they wish that they could change. And what I need to learn is that I need to love myself more through those changes that my body is making. Because like I was mentioning earlier, like I'm 26 years old and the body that I had when I was like 16, 17, even like 18, like it's not the same as it is today, nor should it be because, you know, the body that I had at 16, 17, 18, even like 19, even 20, like, you know, going through those like late teen years that was not the healthy version of myself. And it's oftentimes hard to compare because I think a lot of times when we think healthy, we think like fit and like, well, not fit. Well, fit is healthy, but like we think like skinny, like we think slim and slender and skinny. And this is not to shame thin and slim and slender people whatsoever. But, you know, a lot of times in society and culture, like that's the first thing we think of when we think of healthy and, or at least that's what I was, you know, taught growing up and you know, society and the people that I was surrounded by, that that is what like the picture of health was. And so for me, when I look back, I'm like, oh, well, like I was super thin at like 16. And then I remember what I was going through at 16. I remember what my habits were at 16. I remember what I was eating at 16, more like what I wasn't eating at 16. And I have to like tell myself and like kind of check myself a little bit and be like, Savannah, that, that version of you was not the healthy version of you. That version of you was not a happy person. That version of you was not healthy. And even like, you know, Ariana Grande came out and said something about this recently. I think everyone was like critiquing her physique now because she has, she seems like she's lost a lot of weight and like, you know, whatever that is going on for her, you know, right now, hopefully it's for the best, but she made a comment that was actually, it rang true to me because she kept saying, you know, the body that you are comparing me to that you'd perceive as, you know, normal and healthy was actually the most unhealthy state that I've been in. And of course, (laughs) we're not talking about like Ariana Grande status here, but like for myself, I noticed the same thing for just me. Like I'm constantly looking at the old body that I used to have and be like, oh my gosh, like, why don't I look like that anymore? And it's like, Savannah, you are 16 years old. Like this is just, it's just how life naturally works. And so just coming to terms with the fact that, you know, I have a more mature body now. I have a more, you know, I just, I'm filled out in different places more and that that's okay. And that everyone's journey from that is going to look different. And that what's beautiful about like the world and life and, you know, body shapes is that everyone's is different and it fits everyone differently and we're not all supposed to look the same how boring would that be that would be horrible and so this is just what I kind of try and remind myself when I'm having these moments of insecurity is that I really just should own it I think it's just really crucial and important to own and accept and love the body that you're in because they say it all the time and it's super cliche but it is really true like we were only given one body. What we do with that body is we should love it and respect it and nurture it and care for it. And again, that's going to look different for everyone. And I think something that I noticed after a while is that the body image issues that I was having, I thought that they were all like outward issues. It was all physical, physique, you know, appearance based. So I thought, oh, if I just lose a bunch of weight, 
or if I just, you know, shrink down a couple sizes, I'm going to be a lot happier of a person. I'm going to be, you know, so happy. My life is going to be great. My problems are going to go away. Everything's going to be fine because I lost 10 pounds. No. (laughs) Losing weight or getting to your ideal, what you think is your ideal body in your mind is not going to cure your body image issues. And the reason for that is that those issues root deeper than just outward physical appearance issues. This is about loving yourself and accepting yourself and feeling confident in who you are. And granted, I think that this goes on both sides of the coin. It if that's your goal, like, you know, for me personally, we've done this. I, I did this last year. We've talked about it on here. A lot of my goals, when I look at just like life goals and year goals, and we talked about this in like the New Year's episode, you know, a lot of my goals, I do talk about, you know, oh, I want to lose a couple pounds. Oh, I want to lose weight a little bit. If those are your goals and that's what you want, because like you're happy with yourself and you just, you want to be healthier, whatever. Everyone has different goals. I'm not telling you to like stray away from those goals, but I'm saying like in a bigger picture, like in a bigger, you know, grand scheme, of things, a lot of the body image issues that we have aren't going to just magically disappear because we, you know, lose a couple pounds. It's just not very realistic, you know, because I think that a lot of those issues for the most part, I feel like, at least for me, you know, it rooted deeper. Like I would lose the weight and I'd be like, okay, still not hundred percent happy. Like I'm still, I fit in these jeans now and that's nice, but like, I'm still not hundred percent there. And that was something that was like kind of hard to grasp because I think for a lot of us growing up, we're kind of brainwashed into thinking that if we look a certain way, then life will be great. You know, no cellulite, no stretch marks, no this, no that. And if you do all of that, then like you are the poster child of what beauty is and life is great for you. That does not exist. That's, I'm sorry, I think that's such bullshit. I think that that's such bullshit. And I think it's such a toxic message to send to people because you're basically saying that if you don't fit in this certain box, then you are not beautiful, essentially. Then you really shouldn't love yourself and you should try to alternate and kind of tweak and fix yourself to fit into this box that we've created. And I just don't agree with that. I really don't. I think it's a really toxic message to be sending out. And I do think that we've kind of gotten into, we're slowly evolving into getting into a society that is more accepting of different body types and accepting that, you know, having rolls is okay. You know, having a little cellulite is okay. Stretch marks are okay. It's all okay. All that matters is that you are happy with yourself, no matter what that looks like. If that looks like working out every single day for you, amazing. If that looks like, you know, the opposite of that, amazing. Whatever that looks like for you, I think it's so important to just kind of tune out what society says and look at yourself in the mirror and say, what do I want? At the end of the day, what do I want? I want to be happy, hopefully is what you will say. I want to be happy. And what does that look like for me? That's just kind of like the bigger picture here is that if I just think that it's really important to ask yourself those questions because like, again, you know, altering the physical appearance isn't necessarily the hard part. It's doing the inner work to work on what's going on in your heart and in your mind that is a little bit more difficult. I think kind of, you know, the easy thing is to be like, oh, I'll just lose, you know, I'll lose a few pounds and I'll it'll all be okay. And that's great. If that's your goal, then that's great. But sometimes there's a little bit of a deeper thing going on. 
And again, I think I really just need to hone in on the fact that I'm not saying that, you know, working out is bad or losing weight is bad or anything like that. I just think that it needs to be done for the right reasons and the reasons of, you know, wanting to be healthy and happy and but again that looks different for everyone and a lot of the reason I wanted to bring this up is again like we're moving into a stage of the year where it's getting warmer out people are going to be wearing you know less and I think sometimes that can be intimidating if you're anything like me like I think about that shit I'm like oh like I don't really want to like get to a season where I have to wear you know shorts and a tank top like there's just I kind of nitpick it apart instead of just being like who cares like who cares and again I think a lot of it is a comparison game you look at it's just natural it's natural to compare yourself to other people it's natural to compare yourself with you know people on social media people you know in real life but I also think it's really important to understand the beauty that you hold and the beauty that you have and take away that comparison because at the end of the day do you really want to go through your life comparing yourself to to everyone you see rather than looking at yourself in the mirror and being like I look amazing I look fire I am beautiful like I think that it's just really important to do what you have to do to feel confident and to feel your best, whatever that looks like for you. Again, if being confident means, you know, hitting the gym every day, you know, being the fittest you can be, if like that's confident for you, or if confidence for you is somewhere on the other end of that spectrum, you know, just like not like chilling on your couch or like going for a walk a couple times a week. Like if that's what that looks like for you or nothing, you know, I do think it's important to have physical activity. I really do. I think that, you know, that's why I struggle to say nothing because I do think that physical activity is great for your mind. It's great for your soul. I think that the endorphins that it releases when you go to the gym or you go for a run or you go for a walk, like whatever that looks like, I think is really important because again, it just like helps your mental so much. And I'm a huge advocate for that. I think that, you know, getting physical activity is really, really important. And so With that all being said in regards to, you know, the comparison thing, I think it's also equally as important for me to now move into the other topic in this. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. And the second part in this is building up your confidence and building up your 
image that you have of yourself in your head. And that's where, you know, the killer of comparison comes into play. You need to quiet those voices and really focus on you and your goals. I had a whole video, I think it's still up on YouTube somewhere, of, I think I I either called it how to become confident or how I became confident. If it's how I became confident, I really need to change that title because I, well, actually, no, I was pretty confident back then. For someone who had like orange spray tan hands and whose eye makeup was horrific, I was pretty confident. And I say that, I insult myself on those things because those were the top two comments that I would constantly get was that I had really horrible makeup and that my hands were like a catastrophe. Anyways, here is your, this is, okay. Here is your confidence pep talk. I think it's impossible to feel 100% confident 100% of the day. And just because you're having an off day, just because you're having a bad day does not mean that you are never going to feel confident again. That doesn't mean you shouldn't feel confident. I'm a big believer in the fake until you make it method because I think that there's a lot of truth in that. But I also think that there's a lot of truth truth in the fact that you're going to have ebbs and flows in your confidence. There's going to be times where you are going to feel like you are at your peak with confidence. And then there's going to be times where you don't want to leave the house because you just don't feel confident. You feel insecure. But I think it's so important to remember several things. The first one, as I mentioned earlier, being you only have one body. We have one life. We have one body, you know, one soul, whatever you believe in. And I think it's really important to treat that body and this life to the fullest potential when it comes to taking care of yourself, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's, you know, physical activity or just doing different like hobbies, whatever that is. I think it's so important to build up your confidence that way. And just remember that there is no one other than you out there. And when you really think about it, that's a really cool thing to wrap your mind around. It's a crazy thing to wrap your mind around, but it's a really cool feeling knowing that you are the only person out there that has, you know, that looks exactly like you. And instead of shying away from that, I think it's important to embrace that. No matter what you look like, no matter what your body shape or size is, that doesn't even matter. Like you as a person, you are the, unless you're like an identical twin, but like you are the only person out there that looks like you. And that's really cool. And I think that that's something that should be embraced. And instead of going on social media or looking around being like, oh, I wish I looked like that or like that or like that or like that. Why not turn that back around and like embrace who you are, embrace how amazing you are, embrace all of the good things that you like about yourself. And like I said, it comes in ebbs and flows. Like this morning I woke up and for whatever reason, I was feeling really good. I think that this is the first day in a long time that I like woke up feeling confident. It has not happened in a while. I don't know why it happened today, but I mean, I humbled myself for sure when I fell down the stairs about an hour ago, but I do think that it's really just important to remember that a bad day, you know, an off day, they're going to happen, but that doesn't have a reflection on who you are or what you look like, or, you know, if you're having a bad hair day, bad makeup day or anything like that. I just think it's really important to remember that those types of days and those types of feelings are going to exist and that you wouldn't know the good days without knowing the bad ones. It's also important to remember and just to remind yourself that at the end of the day, none of this shit matters. And maybe that's a controversial opinion, but what I like to remind myself is who 
cares? Who cares? You know, I care more than anyone else does. And that's what I've really tried to like wrap my brain around is, you know, I seem to care so much more about what I'm wearing and what I look like. And, you know, what if this shirt is flattering or not, I have all these opinions about myself. And when I step outside and, you know, get into a situation with other people, it's just me that's having those thoughts. You know, I've never gone into a situation with others and started nitpicking them. You know, I go into a situation with others and I'm like, oh my God, they're so pretty. Or, oh my God, I love that shirt. Or I love their hat or I love their hair or whatever it is. I compliment them in my head. And so it's just important to remember that for the most part, the people that you surround yourself with are not seeing you and nitpicking you apart like you think they are. It's like when people say like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym because I'm afraid everyone's looking at me. And then you hear the alternate, you know, argument to that of people being like, oh, no one is looking at you. Like you're fine. It's the same thing about going out in public. Like everyone's just worried about themselves. That's the thing about the world and people in general is that we are pretty much designed to be selfish in that way. In the way that we're not focusing on other people in the way that we're like, you know, degrading them in our head and nitpicking them apart and being like, oh, they should look like this instead. That's typically not what's going on. I bet you more often than not, people are complimenting you in their head rather than insulting you. I just don't even think the latter exists. I used to always say, I forget exactly how I framed it, but it was something along the lines of like, you are the only like, well, gosh, I should go back in that video and watch it and see what it says. Someone needs to remind me. It was like, you are the only like, there's only one you and that is your superpower. It doesn't have the same effect now that I don't remember what I said, but it's like, there's only one you and that is your power. That is your superpower. And as much as that might not make sense, because I don't think I got the exact timing of that right, it is very true. There is no one else like you, and that is your power. That's what you need to remind yourself. And remind yourself that you don't need to be validated by other people. Like, we got into a cycle as a society of being so okay with letting others dictate our choices and our happiness and, you know, our view of ourselves. When in reality, none of that outside voices, like none, none of that shit matters. Like what matters is how you view, view yourself, how your loved ones view you. Like that's what truly matters. And, you know, like for me personally, when someone says something negative about me, when someone says something like just not very nice about me. I think I've done this long enough to kind of like grow thick skin on it, but it doesn't bother me. It's like you clearly have something going on in your life, in your mind. There's, you know, you have some demons that you need to fight because it's not me that you are mad at. It's not me that you were nitpicking apart. It's not me. Well, it is me, but in reality, it's a mirror. They're trying to, they're mirroring, mirroring, sorry, they're mirroring what's going on in their own lives. And I just think it's really important to remember that you don't need validation from anyone to wake up and feel happy. The confidence should be triggered and ignited by the fuel and the power that you have within yourself rather than wanting this validation from others. And there's so many different ways to try and kickstart that confidence. If you're like, Savannah, I don't even know where the fuck to start. Well, okay. There's a couple of different ways you can do it. There's so many books out there on, you know, claiming your power, reclaiming who you are as a person and, you know, coming into your confidence and things like that. There's so many books out there. There's videos, there's seminars. I freaking made a video on it. What qualifications do I have? None. I'm sitting here talking to you about it. What qualifications do I have? None. But I have the qualifications of knowing that I've gone through the same shit too and I'm still going through it. It's hard. You know, being confident is hard. And you look at other people and you think that like they have it all sometimes. I look at people, I'm like, how are you so confident? And I, you know, they, a lot of times I think I've asked a couple people this throughout the years and they say that they fake it or, 
they're just like, I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit. The most confident people I know always say that they don't care about what other people think. And that is just something that I've had to train my brain to do is not care about what other people think. Because at the end of the day, the views that I have for myself in terms of like my goals and body image and all of that, what I had to remind myself is that a lot of that was fueled by, well, it was half and half. A lot of it was fueled half of it was fueled by the expectation that society has of what you should look like, what you should be like, what you should dress like, things like that. And once I pushed that to the side and said, okay, that doesn't matter. It was all about focusing on my happiness, what I wanted for myself, what my goals for me personally were, you know, mentally, physically, all of that. And then really, you know, starting to create a regimen and a, what's it called? Um, a schedule for how to accomplish those goals. I got a personal trainer, you know, I'm doing the three miles on the treadmill daily. Like I'm just doing these things that make me feel better. And that seems so much more powerful. Like I don't feel drained. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel kind of turned off by the idea of, you know, physical activity or working out or eating right because, I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for anyone else. When I was doing it for other people, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, this isn't exciting for me. This isn't like, I don't feel fulfilled doing this. And once I changed my perspective on, I don't give a shit what, you know, people online have to say, or, you know, what society as a whole is the, you know, the narrative that they're pushing. I care about me. Like, I care about my happiness. I care about what I, you know, think about myself at the end of the day and what the people who truly love me think about me at the end of the day. And I want to be my best for them. I want to be my best for me. And when I changed my mindset to that, that's when things really started to fall into place. And it took a while to get there. It really did. Like I was going through ebbs and flows and ups and downs with, you know, body image and with my weight and things like that. And I feel like I finally kind of am getting to a really good spot of getting into a consistent routine where things feel good because they feel good for me, because I'm doing it for the right reason it's just different now it just feels so so different and when it comes to the whole confidence thing too i think what's really important to kind of realize and understand is that confidence, you know, you can fake it till you make it all day. That's what a lot of people say. A lot of people say, just don't care about what other people think. But if you really want to truly like jumpstart that and like truly feel confident, there's going to have to be actions that are taken because confidence comes after actions, not just, you know, before actions are made. You can fake it till you make it. But to get to the point of making it, there's going to have to be actions that are put into place to get there. And again, for people, for everyone, that's going to look different. Everyone's going to have different goals as to what it takes for them to feel truly confident. What makes them feel the best? What makes them feel the most comfortable? What makes them feel the most happy? Like when you think about yourself in those moments, what was going on? You know, where were you? Who were you surrounded by? What mental state were you in? Why were you in that mental state? Like what got you to that point? peak point of happiness. And once you kind of understand what those points are, you can take those points and start putting them into your life on a more consistent basis. I do think it's really important though, just on an overall general statement to understand that no one is you. 
that's what the, that is what the line was. Okay, hold on. I just remembered what the line was. It was no one is you and that is your power. That's what the line was. Okay, does it now does that pack a punch now? Maybe not. But before when I was stumbling over my words trying to figure out what I said years and years ago, it was no one is you and that is your power. And that is 100% right. You are the only you out there and it sounds super cliché, but you know, you were here for a reason and you really have to start to believe that. You really have to start to, you know, carry yourself like the baddest bitch in the room, even if you don't feel like it, because just know that you're mentally working yourself up to get there. You're making the action and taking the action to get to that point. Everyone is going through shit. And I think it was my friend who won at one point, she gave me really good advice. She goes, why would I care what other people think of me when half of these people don't even like themselves? It's so true. Why would I care if other people like me when so many of these people don't even like themselves. And that's something that's super important to remember. No one who is truly happy, confident, secure within themselves is going to be trying to bring someone down based off of their, you know, physical appearance or anything like that. I just think it's really important to remember that, you know, everyone's going through shit. And if anyone is trying to bring you down, it's not because they truly feel like you are the problem. It is them that is the problem. And let's say you're going with the fake it till you make it method. People are going to start noticing when you carry yourself with confidence, just like you notice when someone else carries themselves with confidence. And it's really start, it's time to start rewiring your brain to understand, again, that you can be the most powerful, bad bitch in the room and understanding your superpower and taking that piece of you back and really just lighting that fire underneath you to understand that you deserve to be confident. You deserve to feel powerful. You deserve to feel, you know, beautiful and pretty and sexy and hot and all of the things like you deserve all of that. And it should come without prejudice. It should come without comparison. And unfortunately, it doesn't come naturally. So it's something that we have to train ourselves to do. And a lot of times, this is what I've been trying to do lately is instead of looking at myself in the mirror and nitpicking myself apart because I could do that for days I could do it for days and days and days and days I can nitpick every single little thing about myself that I don't like but I don't do that anymore it was so easy for me to sit there and be like you know what I would ask myself this is genuinely like the thought process I would go through is I would sit there and I would ask myself what do I not like about myself and and it would just be on a physical basis I would never like internally you know go through on a personality or anything like that it was purely physical and I would say one thing and then I would be like oh well then this and then this and then this and I would just go through the list and before you knew it I had my fucking body head to toe on this list and instead of that I switched the narrative to what do I love about myself? Like, what are my favorite parts of myself? What are my favorite aspects of myself? All the way down to the little nitty gritty details of like your freckles or your hair color or, you know, the way your eyes look in the sun. Like there's, you know, the little itty bitty tiny details because those matter too. And I just think it's really important for you to switch the narrative. And instead of saying negative things to yourself, instead of feeding your body with negative, you know, ideologies and ideas, start being nicer to yourself. Start being kinder to yourself. You you are your biggest cheerleader, or at least you should be. You really should be your own biggest cheerleader. I know it's hard, but at the end of the day, we only have ourselves. And if we can't count on ourselves, and if we can't be there to support ourselves, and if we can't be there to cheer ourselves on, no matter what we look like, and no matter what phase we are in, what are we really doing for ourselves? Like, how are we benefiting ourselves? We deserve to be 
our biggest cheerleaders. We really do. And we deserve to have other cheerleaders as well in our life, but we should really be our biggest cheerleaders, I believe, because once you start to be your own biggest cheerleader, that energy and that aura is going to rub off. You're going to become just visibly more confident. And what I want for all of you is to be able to get to a point in your life where you truly feel like you don't have to fake it anymore. Because remember what Rihanna said? This is what I always go back to. She goes, she was asked by an interviewer one time and the interviewer said, what do you do when you don't feel the most confident? And she said, fake it. That's literally it. She was like, fake it. What am I going to do? Sit around and cry all day? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fake it. And over time, by putting in the work and putting in the effort, whatever that looks like for you, you are going to start to feel more confident. You're going to start to exude that confidence. And again, like I said, I just, you all deserve that. You all deserve to feel confident and beautiful and powerful and, you know, secure within yourself and to feel like you are your own safe place and to feel like you don't have to compare yourself to anyone based on body image or anything else like it just you should feel you know secure within yourself in those facts and you know comparison is natural all of these things insecurities are natural not feeling confident is natural but don't let it be your life you know you don't deserve to go through your entire life feeling like that because at the end of the at the end of your life you know let's say you're sitting on your deathbed you're not going to want to look back and be like, I wish I was more confident. You're not going to want to say that. And you're never going to say, I wish I was less confident. You're never going to say that. So just keep that in mind. I know this episode was a little bit all over the place. I have an excruciatingly painful back at the moment. So I'm just kind of trying to ramble off my thoughts to distract myself from what's going on. But I hope that some of this made sense and that you took a little bit of a token from it. But I love you guys so much and you deserve to be confident. You're all queens. I love you and kings, whatever you want. I love you so much. And with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. If you're new here, hi, my name is Savannah and I'm your host of My Thoughts Exactly. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly on the podcast every Thursday and on YouTube and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll see you guys next week when I am not injured and speaking more coherently. (laughs) Bye guys.